Would you mind telling me whose brain I did put in? And you won't be angry. I will not be angry. Abby someone. Abby someone. Abby who? Abby Normal. This is the Abby Abby Normal Podcast, and I'm your host, Abby Taunton, here to tell you that you're weird, and that's normal. 16% of the notes involve some kind of conflict, usually stemming from relationships with boys, aka you kissed my boyfriend, people feeling left out, or addressing some kind of rumor that's been going around. Most of it is silliness, but I'm struck by how some note writers are able to lay out their feelings and hurts and request a resolution. I found that this is difficult in many adult friendships, so the fact that 12-year-olds had the confidence to do that is pretty impressive. You say I need to grow up a little? Well, you're not Miss Maturity either. Look, you don't know the whole story, so don't go around like a total witch and start stupid immature fights. Or maybe only people that need to grow up a little start those. I was a little concerned for Renee because I know how she feels. John used to like you and he also kissed you, which is no big deal. Sometimes Renee gets worried and sometimes she over-exaggerates things and makes a bigger deal out of it than it really is. She was almost in tears in choir last Friday, so what you put her through made me a little upset at you. I admit that she made a bigger deal of it than there should have been, and so did I. I would like to straighten this out, but not if you're going to act this way. Good friends don't call each other, dot, dot, dot. So I guess you're not a friend, but hopefully we can be friends again. This is a rare back-to-back. Abby, how are you? I'm fine. We have to talk because I'm starting to get extremely pissed off. Okay, at me? Why? It's not just you, it's our friendship. It's hard to explain on paper. Call me. No, I want to talk in person. Okay, fine. When? How about lunch? Abby, it's not that I don't love you or anything. I don't think that. Before I forget, I have a message from Rebecca. Don't mess with me, Rebecca, or you'll get your little ASS kicked. Now remember, I'm not in this. I'm just a messenger and I'm innocent. Most of the time, we solved these conflicts with our words. And as we get older, we discover better ways to communicate and resolve conflict. But sometimes we solved these conflicts with our fists. And because those stories are much more entertaining, we're going to hear them first. You got into a fight in Girl Scouts. How did that happen? I did. You know, in middle school, you're experimenting, discovering who you are. I didn't wear makeup when I was younger, and my mother didn't wear makeup growing up, so she never really taught me how to do it. So when I got, like, an allowance, I went to the Long's Drugstore and picked out a lipstick that I wanted so badly. And it was the Wet n Wild Fantasy Makers Blue Magic. (laughs) Because I thought that would look really good on my very pale skin. For sure. So it was like blue, purple. It was like, yeah, blue, purple, iridescent, shimmery, 90s magic. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. So I had my own like very specific makeup that was pretty much just that lipstick and Mm -hmm. maybe a couple other dumb colors. Mm At at the Girl Scout meetings that were like weekly or maybe they weren't even weekly, monthly. I don't know the frequency, but 
I brought my little purse with me. Yes, your clear purse. Got it. Right. It was clear plastic that had little silver stars on it. It would be very in now because, as you said, that is like what you're required to take to festivals and such now. Yes. It made a comeback. I got it from probably Claire's. And one of the other girls, I actually think it was the troop leader's daughter, without asking my permission, went into my bag and got the lipstick while I was in the other room and used it. Nope. And I'm like a little baby bit of a germaphobe. It'd be one thing if I was sharing makeup with you because I've known you for basically our whole lives, but I don't know this girl and she was rude to begin with. So I asked her for it back and she said no, or was just like kind of being a jerk about it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I, I pushed her. <laughs> Push of, And then she probably pushed back and then I probably pushed harder and uh-huh. I definitely started it, but it was her fault. I mean, she took your lipstick. I feel like that's the first blow. Right. Mm-hmm. That is not recognized in the situation. <laughs> and I was asked not to return. <laughs> so yeah, I got kicked out of Girl Scouts for fighting. You got kicked out. I probably pulled her hair too. Were, I don't know. Were you sad that you were no longer in Girl Scouts? I was not sad because I did not really like it in the first place. Like I liked the going to camp aspect, which we covered. But other than that... No. No. Girls are, at that age, are, they're not great. No. They're, they're not. They're li- little lipstick-stealing bitches. Yeah. <laughs> they're not very nice. So. No. So I didn't like it, but my mom didn't let me quit things. So this was this was a loophole that I discovered on accident. Good job. Okay, I, we haven't talked about this at all, which is shocking, but I am in love with the show Pen15, a.k.a. Penis, on Hulu. It is freaking genius. And one of the recent episodes I watched stole a girl's lip gloss out of her bag. And it was a whole saga. They ended up also stealing a thong, which is, I mean, it, ew. I, 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 yes, ew for sure. And I was crying laughing. It was so funny. So you have to watch it. Let's talk to Brandy Samora, a hometown friend from my retail days. I believe in my bones that in a past life I was like part of the mob or or like organized crime to some extent. Okay. Uh-huh. I have a strong belief in this is because tell me more. Because I have a very 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 strong sense about loyalties. Mm-hmm. And I will cut a bitch. Uh-huh. If they cross me and they cross my loyalty. And I'm like that with my, I'm like ride or die when it comes to my friends. Okay. And so in high school, one of our really good friends was trying to get at Stacy's boyfriend. Mm-mm. I ended up slapping her. Yeah. <laughs> so she liked him for a while, I think, like friended. I will leave names out of this to protect <laughs> their identities and, and respect anonymity. <laughs> Um, but Jennifer, <laughs> right under the bus. Uh, to this day, she will not friend me on Facebook or any, or anything like that. Like the, the sting on her cheek, her sting on her cheek is feels. still there. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I 
remember she would Jennifer's parents were always like out of town or doing stuff and she lived on Van Ness extension Ooh. right so she was one of those spoiled rich girls uh-huh and there was always something about her that I didn't really trust mm-hmm. and not to sound like stuck up but I felt like it, there was a level of her trying to like get in there like up her status oh okay and she would do things that I just didn't like how she would go about mm-hmm. doing it. Like mm-hmm. if her parents were out of town and she would have a party or whatever, like she would tell us really last minute to come. Like, but there was just always something that just didn't like didn't jive with me. And I would always say something to Stacey and I'm like, this girl, she had a brand new Ford Explorer at the time. Well, that was the car. That was the car. That was the car. It was mm-hmm. like dark green. Mm-hmm. Her parents would put like $1,200 in her bank account every month. And they thought they were, they thought they were teaching her money management, money management, 1200. That's like, so like $1,200. I want to say in the nineties was like $1 million. (laughs) (laughs) And to teach her money management, because she had to balance her checkbook every month, like with her credit cards and everything. She had credit cards. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I remember going to her house and, like, her mom would come into her room and she would tell her mom to get the fuck out of her room. No. Screaming at her mom, calling her mom a bitch. And, like, I remember, like, Lisa, Stacy, and I would look at each other and we'd be like, we would have no teeth if we spoke to our parents like that. <laughs> yeah. We would, like, we'd barely be able to see out of one eye <laughs> and we would have, we would have to be fed only pureed stuff <laughs> because my mama would knock my teeth out and knock my ass to the floor if I just spoke like that to her let alone spoke like that to her in front of other people yes but I remember getting out of the car and asking her a question and she lied and Stacy and I knew that she was lying and I remember looking at Stacy I said I'm gonna ask you again and I'm <laughs> and you're gonna want to think about the answer that you're giving me oh and so I asked her again and she she like said something else. I'm like, you're and I just slapped her across the face. I'm like, you're <laughs> fucking lying. Oh, your face is so serious right now. It's like making me because <laughs> I remember how pissed I was. Yeah. And then it was like, I can't believe you slapped her. But I'm like, but nobody's talking about the fact that she's a fucking liar. <laughs> Yeah, I the the swoop trying to swoop in on someone else's boyfriend, yeah. and I didn't even really care for the guy. Like I wish that Stacy would have no. That up doesn't with matter. That didn't it's matter. About, it's about the loyalty. It's the loyalty. That was your girl's man. Yeah. and someone else was trying to get him. No, in there. no. Not that she would have either. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's the principle. It's of the principle, the thing. especially when you're friends with someone. Yeah, it's not even just some rando girl. It was like we all hung out together. We were we were our posse. And she was trying to get at him, and Mm-mm. I did not like it. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So I had to hit a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when the Mexican came out. And- <laughs> <laughs> that hint of Mexican. <laughs> Otherwise, the the Japanese comes to my introvert side. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> You're a well-balanced person. well-balanced person. There you go. Did I tell you about the one fight I got in? Oh, that's not the only fight I got in. That wasn't even a fight. That was the story you told. Do you have a better fight story? There's only one other person that I've either hit or hit me. Are you friends with her on Facebook? I am. Okay. So you we got, got over it. You, Yeah, you made up. We made up. Yeah. It's all in good fun. There was probably drugs involved. Probably. You know, I think there might have been a day of eating mushrooms at Lost Lake involved <laughs> oh, in that one. <laughs> Lost Lake. No, it's good. But what about your fight? It was a loyalty situation. It there has was, to be a loyalty situation. Yeah, there was uh, some little 
that probably also lived on Van Ness Extension. <laughs> and uh, she was talking shit on my sweet little friend. I had a sweet little friend. You don't do that. No. No, you can talk shit on me even. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Do not talk shit on my friend. Mm-hmm. So we met up at the Applebee's parking lot. Shut your face. <laughs> and fought each other. Which Applebee's parking lot? Herndon. So north side. Oh, closer to your high school. Exactly. And see, I had Fig Garden in my mind. <laughs> Pretty accurate. <laughs> That's too far for you. Yeah. So I don't think they had a lot of parking lot fights there. So the manager shut came up, out and was like, I'm calling the police. <laughs> and so it's. And fast forward to today, there's a good chance that we would have been that manager that went out to the yeah, parking right? lot and yeah. said, I'm going to call the police. <laughs> Oh, oh, poor managers. How the, how the roles reverse. <laughs> how the roles reverse. I think I might have gotten in one good punch, but... There was I've a, never punched anybody. There was a lot of hair pulling. Oh, uh, yeah, because that's like what, what you go for. That's what you go for, yeah. The only two physical contact situations I've been in is, has, has been maybe a push and a and slap. And a slap, yeah. And a slap. Yeah. I have only slapped men. Oh, the slapping includes Rob. <laughs> I'm sure he deserved it. It's like Jennifer Jolene. Your husband. And my husband. I <laughs> love people that I've slapped. <laughs> yeah. Next up is my punk rock mom friend, Cindy Chi Sitman, whose voice you've been hearing on her track, I Vampiri with the Impalers. Uh, did you get in any any girl fights? In high school, for sure. In junior high, the only thing that happened was one time some kid called me a chink and I clocked oh, him. No. I don't know if that counts as a fight, me just it, knocking him to the you. ground. I have scars from that one. You do? That's the one fight, quote unquote fight, that I have scars from because that fool had braces. Oh, no. And it was like a crime scene. Oh, no. It was just one hit. Was it at school? It was totally at school. It was in front of the lockers. Did you get in trouble? Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) But then I like cried and was like, I am the product of a broken home. And then they they created this like program for children of divorced parents. And you were the only one in the program. No, I wasn't the only one. Because, I mean, this is, you know, they're a bunch of rich kids, so there's a lot of divorce. But um, I'm the only one who was so tragic and needed support and, like, really did not want to get beaten by my mother. (laughs) Right. So they created, they found workbooks and everything. It was bananas. I had a lot of feelings about my mom, but not about divorce. Yeah. My lifeguard friend, Corey Parker, has agreed to unearth her own boxes of notes and let me take a look at the conflicts inside. Okay, this is the unboxing. The unboxing. You have your notes. You have two, you have a She's Sassy shoebox. It is size 10. It was $13.98. That's how much it cost to purchase those. black... And then we also have oh Mervin's brown Anna Anna style. Okay, do you have is. any idea what year? These I think these are all high school notes. Okay, 
and I have not opened um, 10 years. Maybe? 10, 10 years. So I have no idea what's in them. Oh, I'm Which so excited. You Are you excited? I am excited. How do you feel about this? Are you afraid? Slightly. Because <laughs> I haven't, I mean, like, I haven't shared these clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you trust me? 100%. I mean, I will mock you. No, you will. You should. You're my okay. friend. Okay. All right. We're going to so, do it. This is very exciting. So which one do you want to start with? She's sassy or the Mervins? For sure, she's sassy. Yeah, we should start with. Corey. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So this is a letter I'm reading right now. And I have some questions about it. Anyway, I didn't tell you on the phone, but on Friday, this is the reason why I was mad. I found a note that was to Amy from you. It read, Amy, comma, why would you go with Jason and not Patrick? Reply, Corey. Really, I wouldn't go with either of them. Not trying to be mean. You definitely should like whoever you want. Maybe there is something you see in Patrick that I don't. After all, you've known him longer than I have. One other thing. You know how Amy said you wouldn't go with him because he's not your type? I think that she's just jealous because he might like you. Oh, well, see ya, Patrick lover. Uh-huh. First of all. I never, ever told Amy that I liked Pat, so that only means that someone did, not naming any names, Corey. I never said that he wouldn't go with you because he didn't seem like your type. I've started to not like Amy anymore. Things that she has done have gone way, underlined, too far. Okay, this note, I have like 20 notes that are exactly like this. Yeah. It's all about who likes who and then some kind of drama around who likes who and, and did you actually say something and did you say I'm something or did you something? not i'm sure a good chunk of like <laughs> most of this most. she's sassy box are like this yes now that we are adults Corey. yeah what do you think this is all about is there anything that you learned from this kind of back and forth behavior or is it just like weird 12 year old bullshit like on the surface it's nonsense like, right it's a moment in time of nonsense but like i was learning how to communicate with other people and that things didn't always go my way or i am gonna have conflict and so you know i'm learning how to interact with other people and get along yeah uh i mean i feel like two big lessons i learned kind of in middle school number one Okay, maybe this took me to, like, sophomore year. But, like, don't hook up with anyone your friend is interested in. Like, yes, leave absolutely. it alone. There are absolutely. plenty of boys to go out with. If they if they claim it, if they're going after that guy, don't go there. And I feel like that continues into my adulthood as a value I have. Agreed. And I think that what we see happening in middle school and why there's so much turmoil is that it's sort of the first time that you're starting to like people, you're actually being able to act on it. Right. You know, you have that sort of, like, tiny bit of maturity. You have your little tiny boobs and, like, <laughs> you know, a couple little pubes. And <laughs> Ew. <laughs> little boobs, little pubes. <laughs> it's totally true. Yeah. Um, and you're just figuring, like, you're figuring it all out. And so... All of a sudden, you're like, oh, you're cute. And then you have all these, like, little mini, well, do you like me too? Or wait, oh, you? Yeah. You? Yeah. You? You? And that's all it is. And Well, and it's it's even more confusing because you do 
everything with your like bestie or group of girlfriends or whatever so you're like talking about what boys are cute so it also makes sense that the two of you or three of you or whatever would like the same boy that's like a natural occurrence now that we're old you and I would not like the same boy. We've, like, no. figured out what boys Absolutely we like. Not. We are not interested in the same thing. No. When we were 12, we'd be like, yeah, Patrick or whoever exactly. would be, like, the boy we would like. There's also, I think, not everybody's maturing at the same time. That sort of, like, ooh, I'm interested in people now doesn't always happen at the same time. Totally. And, you know, in middle school, some people are just really they're still babies. Like they're still so fresh out of elementary school yeah. that they're really learning how to do stuff. Whereas you also have kids who have been walking home when that was totally appropriate for uh-huh. you to walk home with a key. Latchkey kids who've been going home by themselves and taking care of themselves since like second grade. Right. Like way more mature. Way more mature. Yeah. And yeah. then you have kids who are still being dropped off. They weren't sitting in the car seats like they are now, you know, Legitimately, there's probably still junior high students who are sitting in a booster. Absolutely, because they're they weigh seventy pounds. Also, they weigh seventy pounds. I when I coached middle school, the range was so apparent. I had Mm -hmm. girls on my cheer team that would want to like hug me and hold my hand and Mm -hmm. like sit on my lap, like little kids. And then there was girls that legitimately, you know, were having sex and getting pregnant and becoming moms, like the same. Grade group. level, yeah, would be doing that. Exactly. I had this interaction with somebody this week, and it blew my mind. I was working with somebody, and we were talking about kids, and we were joking. And these gentlemen I was working with were over 10 years younger than I was. And I'm like, you know, one of these days, you know, when you have kids or whatever. Yeah, and you get your minivan. Exactly. And, yeah. and then one of the guys says... I have an 11-year-old, which meant he became a father at, like, 13 or 14, which is mind-blowing. Like, my face blew off. I was (laughs) in – I was so absolutely stunned. Right, because – and, I mean, the reason we're stunned is that we're reading these notes and seeing how freaking stupid you are when you're 13, 14. Dumb. You have no business, if at all possible, to be raising a child. Exactly. Because your brain is not fully formed. No. You're lucky I'm giving you a key to the house. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm letting you stay home for a couple hours because you're that dumb. So I feel like the other thing I learned, which is, you know, a little bit ongoing, is the, like, mind your business and don't talk shit about other people. (laughs) Because that process does not end up well for you. Exactly. Because, and that's also, we have those little mini interactions of that. And, like, the little girl stuff. I don't like Amy. I, she, she called me a snob. All of that is just, A, it's bullshit. Right. That is 100% of the bullshit. You should mind your own damn business. Right. And, and none of it matters. Yeah. None of it matters. <laughs> I agree with that. We veered off for a minute into teen pregnancy, which is not the topic of today's conversation. But the hormones that cause all of this conflict and drama are also the same hormones that lead to teen pregnancy. So if you became a parent when you were a teen or prior to when you thought you were ready to become a parent, just know from me to you, hats off. 
You killed it. Congratulations, mama. 